millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 380. A milestone. <laughs> If I felt will. like I was passing some up stone and it wasn't mild. <laughs> tell you that much. So, I think I would have rather been passing a stone. Oof. Life of the party. Oh, oh man. Insert Dan groan here. Yeah, yeah. I So I guess I don't even know where to start besides the beginning of the movie. So yeah. this is what I like to call a PDV. This is a paycheck delivery vehicle from Melissa McCarthy and her husband. They've got this scam going on, and I guess kudos to them for figuring this out using her star power. For the last six years, every two years, he directs a movie starring his wife. They They, write it, right? I think they're both writing it, too. Oh, I'm sure. they're Have they they finished writing it? No. That's the problem. They rushed (laughs) it, but they needed their paycheck. But this is three for three terrible movies. So, okay. By this team, and and it's just they make money. Who did Identity Thief? I'm not sure, honestly. But, like, that's the one where I was just like, no. Identity Thief was frustrating, and we did an episode on that, right? No, the very I think early so. episode? Or did we just talk? I, th- I think we did one. It was oh. a Jason Bateman one. Where you're supposed to feel sorry for yes. Melissa McCarthy yeah. when right. she ruins Jason Bateman's life. Throughout the entire movie. I mean, that's the. That's She's just like, typical. but I, ha- I had a bad childhood. Oh. I don't give a shit. Throw her in jail. Yeah. And like, she goes to jail. They're yeah. like, no, we're buddies now. It's like, no, yeah. we're not buddies now. Unlike this movie where she doesn't go to jail <laughs> when she should have, but we'll get into that. And it was directed by Seth Gordon. That's not 50-50, is it? Who is... He directed Pixels. Oh, we did do Maybe an episode he's on that. Guy. Wait, yeah. Did he do 50-50, though? Or who did 50-50? Now I'm... Sorry, we're going off on tangents, but you have to realize we're about to talk about Life of the Party, so, so we're really trying to dig in here. 50-50. Man, that was a good movie. 50-50. Of course, they're going to give me every other... He, <laughs> he directed Baywatch. Oh, well. Jonathan Levine was 50-50. Okay. He's done a bunch of episodes of The Goldbergs. He directed Horrible Bosses. I did. Horror bosses was good, and he uh, and King of Kong. Ooh, that was good though. That was a good one. Okay, so it's okay. So the the guy from Identity Thief has a better track yeah. record. So Identity Thief was his swing and a miss. Yeah, but this Ben Falcone and, is and her ba- husband. And Baywatch. 
Yeah. Ben Falcone is her husband. He's the one that you see in the car. He's the Uber driver. He's also whatever. he's the um, TSA. No, the air marshal in Bridesmaids. Yeah, he's he's in all these movies with, with her. But now they've decided, well, we're going to write and direct these movies and make all the money for ourselves. And they do this every two years. And so Tammy was 2014. Horrible. The boss was 2016. Terrible. Now 2018 is life of the party. And this is an irredeemably, <laughs> undeniably horrible movie it's just an aggressively bad film yeah it's pretty bad and you know the worst part about it this this story can work we've seen it several oh, it's times worked plenty of times we've yeah. seen it in was it back to school back to school 80s, Rodney Rodney uh-huh. Uh-huh. we've seen it in uh never been kissed yeah we've seen it in happy gilmore in a more does he go billy, back billy, billy madison. madison i'm sorry sorry billy madison like we've seen this idea work i mean i i think there's a harold lloyd movie that follows this oh i'm sure. line. like so i weird. mean it's not a new Premise. Because it feels like there are moments in this movie where I feel like in the script she was supposed to be in high school. I don't know. Like there are times where I'm just like, I don't. Well, she could have never pulled that off. That, that's what I'm saying. Like they had to rework it to get her in college. But this is this is the main problem I had. So we have this idea that can work and can be funny. You can suspend disbelief. You can not take it so seriously. It can just be a funny movie, right? But this movie not is just is not just aggressively bad. It's aggressively lazy. Yeah, the writing. I would agree with that. Is it, so terrible. there are moments in this movie where it's very obvious that the scene was written in such a way where they say these two people are having conflict over this, and then they literally wrote Melissa McCarthy does something funny. Go. Yeah. yeah. And, oh. and the problem is it's that, not funny. Then she doesn't. It's so weird though, right? Because I think so. Tom and I are kind of on the same page with with Melissa McCarthy. I think she can be. And is very funny. Yeah. Because she's great in Bridesmaids. I would agree. I liked her in The Heat. I think, I think the, she was excellent against the, the straight is man Sandra amazing. Did like you see Spy? I didn't. That's the other one. Spy was great. Spy was give, also great. Again, I will give anybody a chance. And like, again, I enjoyed The Heat. I thought she Dude, was... Dude, that movie... It was hilarious, so right? So good. And I think, again, Sandra Bullock elevated it as the straight man. She was so good. But I enjoyed her playing off of Sandra Bullock. But... I am not a fan, as you know, and this movie, again, I went into it with an open mind, but part of the problem is that this movie doesn't know what it wants to be. That is, is also it, true. Is yeah. it a sentimental feel-good movie? Yeah. Is it a raunchy, crazy comedy, zany comedy? And the character is written so unevenly yeah. where is she this introvert, socially awkward, nerdy, just they, house, like older mom, or is she the life of the party? Well, they did, they did the kind of nerdy girl is actually kind of a hot girl gimmick in the first 10, 15, 30 minutes of this movie, where all of a sudden they go to this party and they do they, they unbutton her top four buttons of her and shirt. And she becomes a different character. And she's right. immediately a different character. You're, there is no way. I get someone being confident with themselves and feeling good, and everybody should, but you don't just put your hair down and all of a sudden have new dance moves feel like you can go out and be the life of the party dance in front of hundreds of people you're telling me right now that you can do the reverse worm but your legs hurt when you do a presentation like it's so unevenly written it doesn't make sense the character is not consistent throughout the film right and so yeah i'll suspend my disbelief that this mom is going back to school whatever but when you i can't suspend my disbelief for bad writing because you have to follow your rules and and follow your character. Well, I don't even knew that. I don't think there are rules. That's the problem. Yeah, is right. They don't there, even there, know. Are, it, there are none. There are so many scenes in this movie where it just kind of meanders while they're waiting for, for somebody to, to improv something funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'll do you one better. So in this script where you said you know these characters are having this conflict, Melissa McCarthy do something. I I even think that the script was probably like 
they're in front of a sorority house, go. Like, I just feel like they improved or made up so much of this on the spot. I guarantee there was just, there was nothing to work with because yeah. who would make this movie? Who would make these scenes with such terrible writing so quiet, so lazy? I also there, think that girl was awful. Which one? The, the daughter. I think they were all terrible. Uh, I don't think they're all, like, I. so Jillian Jacobs, I think is her name. Is very funny. Yeah, I think I like I liked her in in this. Like she was the character was fine. I didn't because of the writing. Who write like? uh, Okay, let's get into it. But so the first the first scene of this movie is the parents. So you've got Melissa McCarthy and what's the guy's name? He's a comedian. He's Uh, Matt Walsh. You've seen him. He's He's like the dad in all these comedy movies. The husband of someone. He was a Todd Phillips guy. I think like he's the. I think he's the doctor in. Okay. The Hangover. You see him in all these, even Judd Apatow stuff. Yeah. Like you see him as the husband of someone, and he's he's really funny. But so he plays Dan, her husband. First of all, they're going to drop off their senior in college daughter, like it's the first day of school. Yeah. <laughs> Who does that? She's a senior in college. She lives twenty minutes away. She couldn't have caught a ride with a sorority right. sister. She couldn't, she couldn't have, have driven, driven herself. herself. She couldn't have. The parents are dropping off their daughter for her senior year of college. That's not a thing. Maybe it is a thing for that family. No, that's not a thing. And mean, if it is, then it's a character thing that needs to be like, yeah, she's I a helicopter agree. mom. Yes. But you don't see that either. No. No. And so, you know what they did, though? They're like, we want an awkward dropping her off at college scene. She's a senior. Make it, her a freshman. Yeah. Then. But the thing is, like, you could you could easily <laughs> drop her four years and she's a freshman. No, Joe, because they have to graduate together because it's. That's what motivates. Well, and I also think they don't. It's PG thirteen, and they don't want to deal with like if they're dropping her off and she's a freshman. Then how do you deal with all the, the age. all the drinking at the oh, parties and all 16, that? 17 yeah. instead of twenty one. Right, yeah. that's true. So the catalyst for this entire film is that Melissa McCarthy's character uh, Dina or Deanna. Deanna. They, they call her Dee. Something yeah. called Dee. Dee Rock. She's yeah. She's driving back like two seconds after dropping off the daughter for her senior year. And they have a trip to Italy planned. And the husband in the car, two seconds away from the sorority, says, I want a divorce. Like, why? I'm just thinking from a character study standpoint, why would you tell someone in a car right outside the sorority house? Like, he couldn't because wait until you they want got him home? to be the bad guy. Yeah. Right. Want... It's just such... it's cheap. Okay. It's here's, cheap. Here's your yeah. wrestling term. It's cheap heat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. Like, these are these are just bad. Well, and they're also supposed to be getting ready to go on a trip to, to Italy. Italy. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm going. You're not. I'm going with my new woman. Right. right. And so he ends up, we find out. She's like, what? She's totally thrown off guard. She's excited for the trip. And then it's Julie Bowen from Modern Family. Who is... And Happy Gilmore. I know that's not the school one, but oh God, I always yes. think of her from, you know. She is Happy Gilmore. Yeah. It's crazy that she's not Happy Gilmore. She's in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <What>? Yeah. <right>? yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Happy Gilmore. It's so funny. Like, when you look at her, she I honestly think better she, looking she looks better now yeah. than she does in Happy Gilmore. I don't remember her. As she's her. just so, well, she's so young. Like it's, Well, and she's got, like, the big feathered hair kind of. Not, it's a very, it's huge, a very, it's a very mid, not late mid to late 90s yeah she looks she's it's, doing the rachel it's not yeah. long you know? but the hair is blown like short hair but like kind of blown back and like when i first saw modern family i had no idea that was her yeah. the same person and i was like oh my this woman is getting younger, modern family you know? is one of the best comedies on tv it's oh funny. it's great oh, it's, it's so Emmy, yeah it constantly wins emmys it's it, there has fun. every reason so to. i always like seeing julie bowen unfortunately she's in this movie i liked her in that like so like i she's like fine i just ugh. Right, that's you fair. know that's, that's what I'm fair. saying. It's but just, like, I love the way she's, you know, the 
I do like the line that made me laugh was so the the husband ends up getting an earring and he's like, well, it worked for Harrison Ford, and I'm just like, oh god, that's such a great line. <laughs> yeah, it's so ridiculous. Of course, he gets it on the wrong ear, right? Of course, not cool yeah, ear, right, right, right. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So that, you, like, that had I think Harrison Ford that had, has a, a, that had a different term. There was a there was a different when I was a kid. I didn't know about that. Yes, when, when I, I was, yeah when I was when a kid, I was a kid, the, it, it was like left is right and right is wrong. Right. And yeah. So like if you put it in your right ear, you were it, gay. It, you were gay. Like yeah. I think Harrison Ford has it in his left ear because that's just that's the, what it that's always the, was. So I mean that's just and I don't even know if that was ever even really. I a don't thing. think it was, but it was definitely a thing that people said. But yeah, that was the left is right and right is wrong. Again, it was like the eighties. Yeah, but of course. For this bad guy husband, they put it on the right ear. Yeah, which of course. You know. So, so that's the catalyst for this whole thing. And so we find out that you know she's being nostalgic about college. She went there. This is her alma mater, but she didn't graduate. And so she's she being left, all nostalgic. She got pregnant. She she left, and Dan forced you know again bad guy. He not made our her. not our Dan. Well, no, Dan yeah. wouldn't be caught a hundred <laughs> feet within this movie. But no, he she he coerced her into dropping out and and having a family and all that great stuff. So she missed out. And so this is it. She's like, I'm being divorced. My husband's leaving with this with his mistress. What am I going to do? I'm going to go back to college with my on, daughter on my husband's money. Yeah, which it's not her. Like, th- there's a scene later where she's like, "We're cutting you off," yeah. and I'm like, it's "That's not, not how divorce that's works." Not, no, she's not. Or, a, she's not a, ca- a child. Or talk about selling a house. It doesn't matter whose name is on it. Yeah, when that you're was, married. Yeah. You it's marital assets. Well, it varies from state to state, but I don't think there's any state where you can like a married couple. Only one of them can own of the house. Twenty-one years. Yeah, yeah like I mean, no, that she gets a cut of that house. Uh, yeah, that's like, what I'm. So this story again, being lazy, like they're doing these things to quote-unquote punch up for this comedic delivery but they're not the way the world like this is this is filmed in an alternate universe like this yeah. is not these characters okay people don't act this way kids aren't this mean to adults that they've just met and are being nice oh, to them no yes. these are not real people Abs- no no, no. Uh, yes have you dealt you, with have you dealt with 21 year olds yes. recently do you think those mean girls were exaggerated or do you think that they would really talk to an adult that tries to give them a pencil and be that mean I don't know. People I see some don't... pretty douchey. I'm kids. telling you that I they are those are not uh, those are not turned up to eleven. If you will, I, they I are. Agree, I will agree to disagree with you. I, Kevin, right now. I work with kids this age every day, all day. Have I, you as an adult ever like, oh, you dropped this, and they're just like, you're an old bastard. I have de- didn't, obviously the, no, they haven't said that, yeah. but I have dealt with kids who have that exact same attitude. They may not have called me an old bastard because I'll knock their teeth down their throat. Because <laughs> he's got a gun. Yeah. But yes, they absolutely. Do you know who my father is? Do you know who this is? Yeah. You can't do that to me. I'm this person. It's Yes. I have absolutely dealt with kids like this. Okay. So we got one for 100, right? Fine. Uh, but no, well, I just, and I'm just to, saying. Like, to me, I just feel like this movie takes place with people and kids that people don't act like this. The world doesn't work this way. They invented. All it is is, just like Tom said, this is just a delivery method for Melissa McCarthy to do something zany, hurt herself, deliver these awfully written lines. Like everything, all these people are just so terribly written to get her to do something in each scene. And, and it's just, you don't, you can't relate to it. You can't take her seriously because it's like, again, she's doing something zany and weird. Sometimes she's being kind of mean and a cool person. Right. And then sometimes you're supposed to feel bad for it. And it's like, what are you doing here? You're not, so where I think Melissa McCarthy's strength lies is her best performances are when she has somebody 
insanely talented to work off of. Yeah, and you know? right for her. Because she's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say this right now. When Melissa McCarthy's not doing the Pratt Falls, when she's not being the zany kind of a female version of Chris Farley is the closest thing I can compare her to. Just a really goofy... Yeah. I mean, and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm saying, like, that is the role she's been given. Like, she's been put in many roles to be this big goofball, but lovable... Which is weird, right? Because, like, I don't think she was like that on Mike... Uh, King of Queens. Is it Gilmore Girls that she was serious? I think so. I think that's the one. So but also, but I mean, like, even in Bridesmaids, she she wasn't doing physical comedy. She was just, like, the crass didn't friend. did shit in a sink? Well, I mean, the, in that scene, they're all sick. You know what I mean? Like but she that, was the obnoxious one that like went in the sink and was like, "Oh, I'm really unloading." Yeah, rack. but I mean, like that scene though, like Maya Rudolph took a shit in a street. You know, like yeah. so that scene, like everybody in that scene is doing yeah. something gross. So like she was not the the she was just the crass yeah friend. Um, where I don't really know where Melissa McCarthy got into this physical comedy pratfall what was after bridesmaids i guess but i don't but but my point is that i didn't even get to finish is i think she is a good actor like Mm -hmm. i think she can act yeah i wish i saw her in more movies where she acted instead of just took the paycheck because people want to see her fall down go boom boom like i she's a good actor and i'll admit that you know i don't like her but like i see glimpse i see in her facial expressions her delivery you know critically judging the way that she acts throughout different movies like i can see it in there I don't like the movie she does. Yeah, right. No, I get that. And and I wish we got more of a chance, but this movie gives her nothing to do, and she's she's given such a disservice by her husband, and if it's herself or whoever else helped write on this one, I think be- that, I think they're the writers. It, it it's just this character is so poorly just motivated, and so first of all, so the school is starting. She decides that she wants to go back to school. And then what? She's in the next day? Yeah. And she registers that. Like, So she goes yeah. to the sorority. She tells the daughter, your dad and I are getting divorced. Mm-hmm. I'll go back to school. She goes that day. Yeah. She goes and registers. And they're just like, okay, you're in. We'll see you. So they like, were able nope. to transfer her credits. <laughs> the, well, now, I will say. She's at the same university. It's the same yeah. school. No, it's I her just meant that mater. day. Like, they, usually the registrar has but to go and get that. But you don't have to transfer. You can just. It's all digital, too. You're just she it's went the there. School. It's all in house. Okay. This is the I school just, they went to. But I it's just not like it's, it's not like going from like Mizzou to SLU. It's like she stayed in like Decatur right. University. No, or I get it. Well, all I meant is that I just feel like schools, especially like when they're starting, like they're busy enough where they're like, okay, by next week we'll check out that your credits are all here. Like someone has to still like. I would agree do if it. she was going from school to school. If but I mean, when I so I finished college when I was forty five, mm-hmm. and I only had to take one class. But like it was pretty easy because I went back to the school yeah. that I went to, and I was just like, I need to take this class. Okay, and they were like, bloop, bloop. okay, okay, yeah, fair enough. I just I think it was amazing she was able to just start school. Like I yeah. hope that my college records have been lost completely, just so I can start over again. <laughs> do they <laughs> For the best now? Do they let adults stay with children in the dormitories? That they don't. I mean, is there a certain age? Like, okay, yeah, your daughter's 20, and yeah. she's going to college. An adult, stranger, an adult, grown woman. But if it's a sorority house. No, not she sorority. A, she was in a dorm. Not, I'm not even that talking about that. That was a dorm, that. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's rules there, too. But if your daughter, 20, is going to college, and there's an adult there, I'm trying I, to, I can't imagine I had, that's I okay. had an instant. No way. I had an instance with a kid. I say kid, but she was in her late twenties. That was a freshman. That was a staying in a freshman dorm, and even like even at the point, I was just like, "How old are you?" Yeah, 
and I but I think there is but she was staying by by herself. And I can even kind of see that, but that's where I'm like, okay, late twenties, these people are no, 18. I, mean, I, I mean like on the cusp of no 30. i know but i mean these freshmen are 18 i'm just saying like late 20s is 10 years older i can kind of maybe see it but still think that's too old but a fifth 40 something year old woman in a dorm with a 20 something year that yeah, i don't think that's policy anywhere. it's also weird because they want that gal who's like the goth lenore yeah who is i think she's very funny on snl yeah um She's got to be in her mid to early 30s. Yeah. And they want her to be playing an 18-year-old, but they do nothing to make her look like an 18-year-old. And the writing she's given us, like, I can see that she'd be funny because, yeah. like, just the look of her and delivery, I'm like, there's something there. But the lines she's given in her character. Yeah, I think she does so, well with what they yeah. right, give her. But like, I wanted to like it. There was that glimmer there to where, like, I'm like, because I wanted to be like, oh, she was the best part of there, it. But then I'm like, Oh, she's, I mean, maybe grading on a curve she is, but I'm like, I still didn't like it. There was that know? weird scene, like, where they make the Guardians joke, where what she's just mean? like, oh my God, how long have you been there? And she was like, about six oh, minutes. But that's, and I mean, I was like, well, that's, what a weird joke the to The Stooges probably made that. I mean, that's an old joke. Yeah, yeah but someone, I mean, the fact that we just had a movie yeah. two weeks ago make the exact same joke, sure. you know, like, obviously they didn't. Yeah. No, uh, it's I just don't, a I don't think Melissa McCarthy's husband got an early sneak peek of the Infinity War yeah. script, but but Maybe yeah, Infinity War stole it from them. That's so. true. Yeah, that's trying to think about that. They could have. So yeah, so she's able. The Russo to, brothers could have gotten a sneak peek of Life of the Party. That's very possible. <laughs> so yeah, so she basically comes back to school, and I have to say, this person, I know she's going through a rough time, but this is also your daughter's senior year of college. You're going to basically ruin her senior year yeah, by which they also reference a lot. That she's just like, oh, you my, you shouldn't have to worry about your mom and your senior yeah. year. And I was like, right. Yeah. Then like, go away. <laughs> I feel bad for Melissa McCarthy getting dumped by her husband of 20 some odd years. Like, I'm not saying that at all, but like, handle it like an adult. You don't go to school and be so ridiculous that you think it's okay to go to your daughter's sorority be with all her friends, butt in, you know, take over her life. Like, what about her? What about her wanting to enjoy her senior year of college? Right. Like, it's so she's such a terrible person for doing that that it's not even just like oh they're just oblivious it's like no you're awful yeah you're not it's and she's not awful i just think like but it's not okay it's you're an not adult. okay you should know better. i agree she it is not okay i don't mean you awful person i just mean that decision you are an adult okay but handle like, your stuff like right. an adult but it's also interesting like we we talked about tammy where i'm pretty sure she was awful like she was supposed okay. to be an awful character the boss was She's supposed to be awful. Oh, identity thief, Identity certainly. thief, she was awful. Yeah. This one, they have got, they obviously, Ghostbusters, she was not awful. No. Was she? She no. was just doing the Ray Stans thing, sort of. Is that who she was supposed to be? I, I, right. don't, I don't know. I don't know that there's a one-to-one. One. Yeah, yeah, I don't think the, so. The characters are in No, she wasn't them. awful. It's, I, except, for, except for, what's her name, doing Egon. Yeah, like yeah. Was, yeah. literally. Yeah, no, that guy. Uh, what Kate, Kate McKinnon? McKinnon yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, so like that's what I'm like. And uh, blind, the blind side. That's not. Yeah, but the heat. She's awful, but in an endearing kind of way. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a tightrope walk to have a character be like that, and because actually, still a lot care. of comedy characters, if you really watch them, are are not good people. It's like, funny. I was. I just rewatched The Hangover. Yeah, and. Bradley Cooper's character, pretty sure is awful. Yeah, and they sure. get, they get rid of it at about fifteen minutes in yeah. that they stop him from being because like there's the scene where he's 
like firing he, on one of the waitresses. He's like supposed to be the guy from Wedding Crashers. You know, he's like the not a good person. Like kind no, of, he's I not, think I'm hot like, stuff. Well, kinda, it's that, yeah. but, he, but he's he's obviously married with a kid, and he's firing on a waitress. Yeah. Uh, he's taking like the the field trip money and he's taking that to Vegas. Uh-huh. But like when they get to Vegas, he's a completely different character. I was just like, maybe Todd Phillips was like, okay, yeah, we got we got dial it we back. Dial it was funny back. at first, but let's make your character well, a little more. Endearing. Yeah, well, we're gonna have to be with this guy. We have to care about him. He's gonna have to care about finding his buddy. Yeah, we should probably dial back the, yeah. the cheating. Yeah. And I mean, the even look at like Bill Murray and Stripes. Totally, I mean, here's a guy who like treats his girlfriend kind of like crap. Does he have a girlfriend at the beginning. Talk about potential oh, for growth. Does, I am the acorn he? that becomes the mighty oak. <laughs> you, could, you honestly, you could have just stopped at Bill Murray. Yeah. Bill Murray always. Play, I mean, he's right. like, I mean, he's always an asshole. Right. But yeah, he's, but just, he's so a lovable asshole. But right. that's. But yeah. you love but him despite the fact that he is an asshole. Gr- is it Sean Young and PJ Souls? Those I know girls? it's PJ Souls. I'm pretty sure that one's Sean Young. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So, like, right from the get, can we so, talk about Stripes some more? Yeah, yeah I wish. <laughs> so she goes into the sorority house where her daughter lives, and the girl's like, "Mom, why are you here? Oh, I wanted to give you shampoos, whatever." And then she's like, "Your father and I got a divorce." Like, the girl hardly reacts to this news. Completely yeah. doesn't. She's just like, "Let's go get she drunk." Is, she is so indifferent that her parents of her entire life, twenty whatever years, are getting divorced. So, I, okay, what? That's one thing. My parents got divorced when I was, how old am I now? 36. 34. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah. Your parents got divorced two years ago? Yeah. That's welcome to the welcome to but my did life. You, but yeah. did you probably see it coming? I saw it coming, how old am I? 30, 36 years yeah, ago. But so, so what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying is that she was blissfully ignorant. The mom yeah. didn't know my, no one. This will go my well parents when got my di- parents listen to this podcast. My parents got divorced when I was like 12, <laughs> and I was just like, my sister was a rack, and I was she was like six years older than I am, but and I was just like, you know, that seems about right. <laughs> but like, but that's the thing. So you guys knew or whatnot, but like in this situation, I think they play it off way too yeah. easily. So, and then, and then they don't have time for that sort of emotional. Yeah, yeah where, right, where right. It's like, this is the movie where if there was going to be some kind of heartfelt or, oh, I feel sorry for you, blah, blah, blah. But they just brush right over that. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, you can party with us tonight or whatever. Okay. Let's get drunk. So she goes downstairs and there's like the four friends on the couch. And these are just so generic. There's Who was that one? Who was the the gal with the dark hair i feel like i've seen her before i I don't know and we don't have time to look it up but there's the stereotypical friends so there's the really pretty one there's the dumb one there's the one that is goofy and likes to eat kind of like the rebel wilson character and then there's the the coma girl which is like in her own category but like something quirky weird going on with her right the way she talks to her about this coma and i'm guessing again this is improv because there is no thoughtfulness given to the script but she's but she's like you look older first of all no she looks the exact same age yeah, as those other girls. Right. Yeah, I thought that was weird that it's like, well, none of them look... Y- Screw you. They, they, none of them look like they should still be in college, but... That but, coma girl did not look one day older right. than the other girls, so that was stupid, first of all. That was rude. And then she goes, oh, well, I was in a coma for eight years and all this stuff. And then the way that Melissa McCarthy reacts to that is so socially awkward and just, again, like, intrusive. Oh, yeah, and how did that happen? Or, like... I hated this interaction. I feel like they just filmed a bunch of improv and they used this again. People don't talk to each other, especially when an adult talking to a child of 20. I I think that you, I think the, the kid, the 20 and 21 year olds of today absolutely have no filter. 
But like this does not excuse an adult. I'm saying Melissa McCarthy. Oh, you mean again. The, I'm sorry. I thought you meant like no Melissa McCarthy just being like oh, and she didn't even. Go, this is how an adult or a normal person to sympathize would would act. They would go, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy goes, oh, now can you tell me how that happened? Like the people don't. It's you know what I mean. It's just the writing is so lazy, yeah. and I think they did it because it would then. And then and the girl's like, oh, okay, let me tell you. I'm so happy about they, like they didn't tell you, did they? She did. She said she oh. was like skydiving tandem with oh, someone, yeah, right? That's right. That's so right. again, I I just think that these characters are so they're just delivery vehicles for Melissa McCarthy to put her foot in her mouth or right. fall. And there was such little thought given to them that you can't just be like, let's suspend disbelief because they're so bad. Right. There's nothing like if it was if it was working, if it was funny, right. yeah. then be like, okay. Because I mean, yeah. Because ultimately, what any artistic vehicle is contrived. Yeah. Well, also, we've said that, like, it's either an homage or it's a a garbage copy. And if it's working, it's like, oh, yeah, they get it. Like, like, you know, and then when it's not working like this, where it doesn't, you know, there's like I said, there's there's three scenes that I did find funny. Um, There's so they they go to mediation and it's Julie Bowen and the dude and the husband and Melissa McCarthy and Maya Rudolph, who plays one of her best, who plays her best friend. And the the mediator, I like the idea of it. I like the scene was funny. Like I'm not them, a judge. This is not a court. And like, and my Rudolph is just going off the rails with yeah. objections, and she's just like the mediator's like, I'm not a judge. And she's like, case dismissed. And I like just their interactions with although all that's four also of them. similar. And obviously they couldn't have taken from this, but it's similar to uh, uh, the Donald Glover courtroom sketch when he hosted SNL yes, the night. That's oh, true. Yeah. you know what a great sketch yeah that's so true. good yeah. so i you know i i really like maya rudolph i really think she's funny i thought she was so unfunny in this movie oh, i thought she was fine like in the racquetball scene i just thought you mean from splash is it the same scene from Splash? It's the exact same scene it's, from Splash. even to the the racquetball shot to the crotch yep. that john I, candy takes yep okay first of all again it's like no alcohol in the court. Okay. Well, either kick them out or call the police. Like, you can't just be like, I'm just drinking. Yeah. That's not, again, it can't be funny if you use your brain to think about it for a second because, yeah. no, you're distressed. You are a member of the club. They will kick you out. <laughs> There's two guys waiting and they're not playing. Kick them out. Like, you can't do that. And yeah. you, there are consequences. I, I think you are more keyed up about things like that because the movie is as, because the movie as, like, that scene was just like, I didn't even notice. Like I had, I had already checked out. Yeah, you know, like. So but if it, was, it were good, you'd excuse it. But the problem right. is, is it's so aggressively bad that every little thing is like, did you think about this when you were writing it? Like, no. Like I think they were just like, it'd be funny to have them drink on the court, and then like I didn't even care that the you know like the real world quote unquote real world consequences of them drinking on the court, where it's just like, yeah, you probably would have gotten kicked out. You know what I mean? Like the because I don't think it does a staff person ever show up. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm saying. And you may have been sleeping at this point. No, too. I, was I, 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 I really you. didn't. I didn't sleep. I <laughs> no, away, but, the, but but the guy comes in and says you can't drink. And my Rudolph is just like, F you. I'm drinking. Yeah. That isn't really funny to me because that can't happen. Like you then you call the police. Like there are consequences. You well, they're white, so they wouldn't call the police. Uh, I mean, I just I can't excuse well, the my Rudolph's not. I think she's no, she's, no, she's, she's black. Her mom's black. Oh, her mom uh, I no idea. was uh, what was the uh, the singer's name? She sang the song "Loving You." 
Oh, really? You didn't know Maya Rudolph wasn't white? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously I knew she wasn't white, but it's like, you know, it, yeah. she could I didn't assume she was black. I think the way that she talks and a lot of the Is roles there... she gets are clearly like not things that white people could do. Like, well, and on SNL, she would play black characters yeah. sometimes. Oh, I guess like, so she her. gets away yeah. with things like if she's let true. Fred Armisen play Obama, so maybe that's well, not that's, the... Yeah. <laughs> that is interesting. So, <laughs> who was there? Was it... Oh, it was Jay Farrell. Yeah, once it, yeah, yeah, once right, they right, switch right, right. from sucks. Armisen. It sucks. I think his personality really got him fired. Apparently, he seems like kind of a nightmare to work with. Who, Jay Farrell? Yeah, because Armisen? he was so good. Farrell was good, but I think when you hear him like now talk about how how uh, mad he is. I like, think he the, got a little about, too big for his britches. Right, and yeah. so I think he was gone for a reason. Like, Lauren isn't going to put up with that, but damn, he was good. I think they thought. I think he thought he was the next Eddie Murphy. Because yeah. he like, does comedy uh-huh. now, and he does interviews, and he talks about it, and he obviously is not happy about being fired. Right. And you know, But anyway, back to this. So, Minnie Ripperton, that was her mother's name. Okay. The, the, oh, okay. The lady who sang right. the song Loving You. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. And she was childhood friends with Gwyneth Paltrow. Who? My Rudolph? Rudolph, they were tight. Mm. I wonder if she's an investor in Goop. Probably oh. not. Hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So yeah, I I unfortunately did not find My Rudolph funny. When usually I think she's very funny. I thought she was. I thought she was funny, but there's just again, there's just not much to there work isn't, with. Yeah. But most of the laughs I got on this movie were from her. I, could, I love My Rudolph. Yeah, and I could see that. Like, if if there was going to be anyone I'd laugh at, like I think the idea of it, and it may have just been because I the movie was so badly written that I was like dialed down in my sensitivity to the funniest. But I'm like, oh, this should work, but I'm not. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> again, I think it was a. A lot of improv. A lot of it vi- seemed very yeah, like they were thinking improvised. like this cast will fix it on the fly. Yeah, it'll be fine. So I it's, it's the Robin, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly where I was yeah. going. Is he talks about I could fix anything that you know when he got a pretty ra- like a pretty good string of bad movies in right. the early eighties, and he was like, well. They kept bringing me scripts and being like, but you're great. You'll fix it. And <laughs> next thing you know, he made Club Med. It's like, Ooh, yeah, not even the geniuses. Co- the Coke didn't help. Probably not. Yeah. No, but if not there was somebody. But you, but you think it does at yeah, the time. Yeah, when you're in the, in, the, <laughs> in the throes of it. Yeah. But I also like, yeah, my Rudolph definitely, I like, so to me, her comedy is at its best when she's turned down to like eight or nine. Like it's the subtle smart stuff when she ramps it up in this one like yeah the whole mediation scene was a little wacky that's and what i, I didn't I, like. i'm okay when she gets really big but like as a punctuation right not as like when it starts it's the, like it's like it's it's the michael bolton syndrome like yeah. michael bolton like when he's he starts at an eight and there's nowhere to go oh sure, right, sure, right, sure where yeah. it's like a song's gotta have his version of when a man loves a woman yeah he can sing it but it's like but we're he's, at a nine the whole time but he starts at a nine and there's no build to it sure you know? sure and I, a lot of that too could be not her fault that could be editing could be you know what i mean like you, you don't know you be which part she you, yeah. What, yeah she could be doing a whole bunch of stuff and they're just picking picking out the you know the little things i do like the scene with her and the husband where she's just like he's like yeah the last time we tried to have sex outside is you tore your acl and like she puts her leg up on the counter yeah. and she's got her sock and a flip-flop on i, I like, like how fuzzy the socks are okay. I, I actually that may have been the one part that i liked i don't and think i laughed out like, loud but oh, like, all right that's funny because that's so like an old married couple that's a great stereotype yeah. and that worked I, i've always loved how and melissa mccarthy is the same way for for good and ill but uh but just the complete lack of vanity that they have yes, and they're yeah. like they'll like they're there to make you laugh and they're not worried and about we'll do it yeah and it's like and, and if it means they look silly or unattractive quote sure. unquote they, they don't they don't care they're there to make you laugh right the whole scene that i took issue with is the so okay so they go to this party she's dressed like a 
you know, a, a mom. She's wearing like a stupid sweater and this her hair whole is time, all That's why the girls make fun of her in class because she has a mom sweater on. Right. She has glasses. She looks like a, she lo- I mean, she looks like the typical late Suburban 40s, early mom. 50s mom, right? Yeah. And they don't know what's cool for outfits or whatnot. That's just what, how she dresses. So she goes to this party. They do the whole, uh, she's all that thing. Was mm-hmm. that the one? Yeah. With, with Freddie Prince Jr.? Yeah. Okay. Let's just go with not another teen movie. That's also what I was that. thinking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who is also that's the that's the sister from Supergirl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, so they met, they they brush her hair, oh, they take God. off her glasses, they take off her mom's sweater, uh, they unbutton her t shirt. I guess buttons. yeah, three buttons. Uh, and then she goes down and she she because? the youngest guy there, like the the hot yeah. young guy, like she bangs him in about uh, twenty minutes. Uh, it, and this is the the issue I take. So she looks good. I have no problem. Like I think that when when they make up, like when she's made up, when she has the makeup, like as opposed to the part where Tom says where they usually don't do this to Melissa McCarthy. But I think once she got all made up with her hair, she looked pretty. She yeah. looked good. Yeah. The pro the issue I take is the personality change. You put down the hair. Um. First of all. What character Dude. that wears glasses twenty four seven keeps contacts with them just in case? Because yeah. she goes, we're gonna have to put contacts in. They never ever bump into anything. They never addressed it. She has no glasses. She on. just she just took contacts she in just, the bathroom. She just yeah, like, yeah there's a these will work. So that uh, okay. So this is what I want to say. I want to put a, a call out to our female listeners. Okay, if you wear glasses, do you have a set of contacts in your purse at all time? If, I just want to know. Like uh, I, I feel like that's a thing that maybe girls would do. I. I I just don't think that a character that we've seen in glasses 24-7, like, she she isn't a contact wearer. She doesn't care about her vanity. She doesn't want to look good, so let me, glasses are nerdy or whatever, let me put, you know, because the daughter's saying, oh, we got to get rid of these glasses. So if she were the type of person to care about that, right. yes. But glasses wearers usually don't keep contacts with them, right? It's the other way around. Or if, maybe, you have, yeah. if you have contacts, if one falls out, you get your glasses out, right? And so I thought, well, that was dumb to not address it. Again, that's just bad writing. But then once she goes out there, she is a completely different person. And I get that looking pretty can make you feel confident. But you don't go from 50-year-old housewife. Right. We did just review an entire movie that is that exact concept. Tell me what it is. I feel pretty. Yeah, but she also got hit on the head. That's also I mean, true. There, there, there was, was a mental... There's a plot device. <laughs> she thought yeah. she was right, a right, supermodel right, right. or whatever she thought. But this one, she goes from being this really uh, you know, guarded... Uh, socially awkward person that's scared to talk in front of 30 people, but yet she can go on the dance floor. She can. Okay, do you think that's because of the booze? I, she's got hammered. I mean, she, she took like six tequila shots in that one scene. So, like, I attributed that to Liquid Courage. Like, she, she loosened up because of the booze. And then she Maybe, loosened but up if you because can, of Jake. But if you can pull off those moves, like, you have to know how to do well, those. Probably, I mean, she's she can't stand she breaks her leg when she tries to stand up for three minutes like well i think like they were that that whole um public speaking scene was weird to begin with so like that's where you know what i mean like she didn't seem super drunk to me maybe they should have got her drunk for a presentation and i guess she could have nailed it could have done that i mean but i mean like they they make a point of showing you that she's drinking shot after shot and she's had some beers so like the liquid courage would give her the the courage yeah. to get out there and do her thing on the and we don't see her on the dance floor doing anything crazy until the like the 80s part yeah and that's the next scene right but yeah i uh i just i also felt really weird with how the uh jake stuff was presented uh i feel like he was a really nice 
kid and everything like that. I don't like the way that she kind of, I felt like, took advantage of him. Like, they they tried to do a moral thing a little bit, but then then they just keep having her leave the frat house and everything. Like, I, I feel like she knows that she doesn't want anything serious, and this kid's really into her. And then the way that she continued to keep using him, knowing... Well, they addressed that at the end, like, where she's just like, okay... Well, at the end, right? Yeah, but I don't yeah. like how they they she tried to do it, but then she's just like, "I'll oh, screw it. I'm just gonna go get my freak on." When she knew that she wasn't into anything serious for him, and he was, it's different if he wasn't too. But like, I just don't like how they handled that. So what if the what if the roles were reversed? What if this was a dad with a younger girl? Would yeah, you have a problem with it? Really creepy about that too. Yeah. Why? What do you mean? Well, I mean, like, if you're in a relationship with someone and they're seriously in love with you and you're you just stringing them along that's not right in any gender i don't know if she's stringing them along i, I never got that vibe that she was just yeah she never misrepresented what she yeah, was there I mean, she for. said it in the library she's like no 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 this is a one-time thing okay we'll try it one more time you know what yeah, i mean like I, I i never felt that she was using jake and even and maybe if she was it feels like Jake was into it. Well, yeah. let's let's. That's a weird. I like again. You can't say that when the rules are reversed. But you know what I mean. Like I, it felt like it was a mutually beneficial o- arrangement. Yeah, would it friends it, with mutual benefits. Exactly. Would it have been creepy if it were a dad going back to school with a yeah would twenty year old yeah probably okay. interesting yeah. So let's flip this around on what you said earlier. So you said people in college are really mean and terrible to each other. Sure. Do you believe people at these parties? would honestly really dig and be into Melissa McCarthy or would they be laughing at her? And would anyone think she's cool at this part? I think some people would would treat her awful and yep. I think some people would think that it's kind of cool and funny that this old person is there doing that. Right. Yeah. But I think it would be funny at her, not laughing with her. I, I think that... I don't know. I think, I think some people would, you know... The friends certainly... Would be like, oh, it's cool that this older person, yeah. you know... I just would think that if you are uh, you have a 40-something-year-old at your frat party, I don't think people would feel comfortable <laughs> with the, a mom being there. What and movie? Being in college, I don't think that yeah. would, anyone would feel okay with that. It's not... You know, it just it just seems so unrealistic. Uh, so here's the, here's the thing, is we have this generation of cool moms mm-hmm. or cool parents where instead of being parents, they're their friends. Mm-hmm. So... I think that like that is like they could be like, oh, she's one of the cool moms. You know what I mean? Like if she carries herself a certain way and she's fun, then there's just like, oh, no, she's one of the you know, she's just doing her thing. I I, I don't I think the the cool parents are starting to dissipate. I don't think I don't think a lot of people of our generation are like, no, we'll be your friends. Like, we will buy you booze and we'll do this. It's like, no. no it's a no, different no. time, too. No, like, you go to jail for that. Yeah. Like, oh, it's just, for sure, for sure. But I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I remember when I was a teenager, like, there were definitely cool parents who were just oh, yeah. like, like, if you're going to drink, drink here. Because of social media and you'd have every kid posting on Twitter, oh, look, Joe's dad bought me beer. Like, you just can't do that anymore because kids are idiots. Yeah. Oh, that would never have happened. Even in my. I'd, but you didn't grow up in this age. What I'm saying is. You no, no, no. I, I just mean like my dad would never buy me. No, I underage. wasn't even. <laughs> not Joe, even now? Yeah. <laughs> I won't do it now. <laughs> I use Joe because it could have been anybody. But you get what I'm saying? Like you live in an age where kids are so just irresponsible and, and think they're cool and post stuff everywhere and uh-huh. everything they're doing. You know, it's like the criminals that brag about a heist and then they yeah, go to like, jail. Oh, it's like name, it, for posting kids think they, they need that feeling of, oh, I'm cool. I'm doing something kids good. Kids don't think. 
Yeah, that's pretty that's, much it. That's, that, is, that is what it is. Kids today. Yeah, I'm telling you. So, yeah, so she she ends up having this relationship with Jake. Uh, she's working on this project. The the teacher, who is uh, Chris Parnell, um, is, like, one of her friends, which, like, I thought they were, like, yeah. setting that up for a relationship. I feel like there's a version of this movie. Where it happens. Yeah. If they actually wrote it instead of just improving on the spot. And yeah. because he's always there, and they're definitely flirting. Yeah. And, he, yeah, he's definitely into her and yeah. always has been. And what should have like, happened is she should have let Jake down. You're a nice kid. And, and should have got together with the professor. Right. It's all right or there. You could, or you could have them both happening at the same time. Like, you'd have them both circling her at the same time. And then she comes to the realization, like, this yeah. Jake thing is ridiculous. But that's where it should have gone. Like, I don't want to have to write this for them. But, like, why do you not include that? Someone needs to. That would have been <laughs> that would have been s- such a just a more touching and more relatable, like, oh, you care about this character. And, oh, she is going to find love again. She'll be okay. But why not yeah, even do yeah. that? That was, that was a weird choice. But yeah, why she, do you hire Chris Parnell yeah. and have him be the straight man? Why yeah. do you hire Chris Parnell and have him in this movie for, about for two ten, scenes, ten minutes yeah. tops? So, so yeah, she went to school with him at that school, and they well, were they, in arche- yeah, they archaeology. Were arche- yeah, yeah, they were like Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so she everything's going on. Uh, the the mediation happens and it breaks down spectacularly. Yeah. Um. The they, real estate agent is already put their marital house on the market, which she has no right to apparently. Right. She, in this universe, she does burn all of his stuff. Which I was like, yeah, you can't do that. Like, oh, I thought the- that was their stuff together. I didn't really take it. I didn't that know was if his, it was. That was like she's dumping all of his like aftershave and cologne. Okay, into yeah. the thing. okay, okay. His recliner and like, clothes. So there was a picture stuff. of both of them. I kind of, I guess, I wasn't paying enough attention. I was like, <laughs> oh, she's bit burning the memories. Right. They had. Okay. So I do. Yeah. So we find out that um, Julie Bowen and the dad are getting married. Mm-hmm. So th- and the daughter's cool with this again, like. Any daughter with a backbone, I know it's your parents or whatever, but if your dad was cheating on your mom and dumped her uh, right before the three-week trip to, to Italy, then went on the trip with your mistress and then got married, yeah, I think anyone with any good person or, again, person with a backbone would say, I'm not going to your wedding. Like, Yeah, yeah she does kind of accept the fact that she's... It just, I don't, that I don't was a, that was super weird, I or at agree. least bring it up like he's my dad. I have to one line like yeah, something say, to address the fact that it's weird. But she's a bridesmaid in this wedding. Yeah, where yeah your right, right. Dad cheated on your mom and dumped her, and she looks like she's close to her mom, even if her mom's a goofball. Like they're not, they're yeah, not, they're not fighting. Yeah. They're sweet when she drops her off. She hugs her. She's sweet. Like she doesn't even go like, "Mom, get away! You're embarrassing me!" Like it's all very sweet. Yeah. Right? So uh, it just ugh. so they're uh, they're out to dinner. It's my Rudolph. And her husband and these, this other couple, which this scene I thought was very funny as well. The, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the dinner, dinner scene. The dinner scene. I didn't like how mean they were to this other guy. He was terrible. I did love how mean they were. No, like, I, just I just thought, th- who talks to people that you to, like don't like that you're going out with? And then it, she, Maya Rudolph was just so mean to him. Again, I just, I, I just was just like, I, everything was breaking down in that scene anyway. Yeah. And Maya Rudolph was just like, well, let's just throw gas on the it fire. It wasn't at that point. At that point, it was just them at the table. And she was just like, no one likes you. No one likes your story. Like, <laughs> it was just really mean. I don't know. I, that's not funny. That's to me, like, but... it was like, mazel tov. She's like, I'm not Jewish. Yeah, that was but, good. I whatever. thought that guy was funny because, yeah. So, yeah. So they, um, Jake walks up to the table. He is the waiter. And then here comes Julie Bowen. And in a twist that honestly, I didn't even think. Yeah. I was did coming. not see it this. didn't, it didn't even click that this no. could even be a thing. Kind of like in um, Crazy Stupid Love, like the reveal on that yeah. where 
who was what was the reveal? Oh, well, let's a, not ruin it. People haven't seen fair, that that's one. That's fair. Yeah. But I, I will say that yeah, they did not telegraph this one, and I don't even think they're smart enough to set it up. Like there was no clue this would happen. I yeah. actually like that there was no setup where it's just like bam, no, yeah. we're here. It, it was, but then also the way it was handled, I thought it was so bad because so she shows up and she's like jake and, and he's like yeah this is my mom and he's like this is the girl that i've been dating right they don't she never says that he's just like she looks up at jake and then she looks over at julie bowen and it's and she's put it together and then maya rudolph is like oh man he definitely yeah. says this is the girl that i've been telling you about. after the fact after she's just oh, like well, yeah well i'm not totally going chronologically but the point is like that poor kid like <laughs> I didn't like the reaction because it's like, this is your son and you as a mother, again, no matter, put your stuff aside. Like you're going to say in public and make a scene. Have you been having sex with my son? My son right here that works here in this restaurant in front of everybody. You're telling me you've had sex in front of my son. Like I just thought th- the mother would not handle it like but that. But she's awful. Mm. She, I mean, we know that she's supposed I felt to be bad for awful. the kid and they never show him during this scene. You see his arms like, you know, he's out of the <laughs> and then I do like and then he's just like, like, I got to go. But yeah, like, where's the kid during all this? These two characters are. No, you, we see him because like she stumbles up next to him. No, and she was just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Not during the initial oh, interaction. See, see. You never see his face. And so I'm just like, how terrible both these people are with this kid. And like you're using him to further your little controversy. And again, I just thought, well, was, I think she she ends up using like Melissa McCarthy does because she's being so awful you know like she's being openly mean to melissa mccarthy in that scene and melissa mccarthy has the ammunition now to be just as mean because she's never she was never mean to her like she never said anything to her until she had the opportunity to be like oh guess what like i'm totally boning your son yeah i didn't think it was funny i thought it was funny i thought it was funny yeah uh so we find out they're getting married uh they go back to this dude's house and they're chomping down on weed bark. Uh, and the guy's just like, you don't, you should just stop eating that now. Because she's like, what's the worst that could happen? And then, of course. This was the yeah. other guy that was in a coma with Coma Girl. Yeah. So, this so guy, he's eight years older. This, he looks age appropriate to be older. Yeah. <laughs> this guy was on a show on Fox that was that got great. canceled. Well, that's every show on <laughs> right. Fox. Unless Brooklyn Nine Nine and NBC's like, we got you. Yeah. Can't wait for that Brooklyn Nine Nine Dateline um, NBC crossover. So one please tell that they have to do that. <laughs> like they have to have him on that show. But he was on a show where like he was kind of like the doofus brother that invented a tech company by accident. So he had mm. a bunch of money. Uh and his sister like moved in with him with their with her like toddler or like ch- like small child huh. and it's like them trying to navigate each other in this new life it was man it was such a good show and i cannot remember what it was called because it was i feel like it was like a two season thing and then f- that's kind of fox's mo yeah it's like we'll give you two seasons then we'll cancel you yeah unless you're the tim allen show that they just keep renewing yeah. for whatever reason so that was on abc it's moving to fox is that what it is I think so. yeah uh, that's probably why yeah, they it's... let all those other people go yeah. you know tim allen is not working for cheap in no, his seventh no. season yeah actually the reason they canned all those shows was because uh they have thursday night football now and oh, so that, they do you're so right your network where you already you don't do three hours of programming a night you do two and then you throw in a thursday night football and you know if you're doing half hour sitcoms that's four sitcoms right that you right. could run on thursday night that are just gone oh. so it's it's really it's thursday night football is what drove the cancellation of those shows and they probably also feel that Last Man Standing is a better fit 
with to football. promote with football within crowd. football. Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. I don't watch Thursday Night Football. I, it's for the best. Yeah. Yeah. So they go to the they they decide to go to the wedding, uh, and they she's Melissa McCarthy kind of says, "Look, I'm done being mean. Like, or you know, I'm done being angry. I just want to extend the olive branch and just say congratulations on your life." So they go, and of course, every little placard or billboard or is like a shot at her, a shot at her, like propaganda posters. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. It, yeah it was like when we got propaganda. it right this time, right, right, right. Yeah. And the second time's the best time, or things yeah. like that. So they just go into the banquet room and destroy the banquet room. I hate this. There yeah. are consequences. There, there, this was not your, okay. Wait, first of all, as a human being, person, like, yeah, you're mad at your ex husband, right? But like. You have a whole family and friends and everybody and your daughters there are part of the wedding. You've ruined their entire reception. Right. Everything's not only ruined. is it thousands or tens of thousands of dollars, but you've also like ruined these people's lives. And then they don't even call the cops. The people that run the banquet hall don't call yeah. the cops. They walk away. Julie Bowen's like, you should leave. Right. Seriously? Like, there's no consequences for those? You, you should both leave. Like, there should have been a jail scene. They should have gone to jail. Maybe they make something funny out of that and they get bailed right. out. But to let them just walk out after that scene, which was supposed to be funny, where the whole time I was just like, you're kidding me. They're rude. They're destroying the reception hall? Yeah, and it's it's how it's filmed. Like, there's a way to write that scene where, like... You you sympathize and you see the and you feel the rage and like it's funny but you're also like uh but they were like this is our moment of triumph right you're supposed to be right. like yeah rooting for them yeah and it's like no. even even though even though you destroy the heels wedding yeah yeah like, like I don't are, I don't like him at all but well both you, of them like you've destroyed sure. their wedding and everything and but you've still destroyed their wedding you can you you just can't and, and right. you're adults you're an adult with children you should be setting a better example right. And you just, there are consequences to your action. And this movie throughout it teaches you there's just no consequences. I feel like that's the way a lot of her movies are. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying like it's with the the stuff that's where she's, where she's the main actor. There are no consequences. I mean, like the one uh, identity thief, she goes to jail, but then she still gets to be friends with Jason Bateman. Right. There's no, like there's, there's legal consequences, but they're very glossed over and there's no real, there's no. The, so that the, movie's all about the interpersonal aspect. Right. At the end of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Shannon Elizabeth goes to jail. It's funny, whatever, but like she still went to jail, right? right. And then Will oh, Ferrell's yeah. there with her in the orange jumpsuit and handcuffs. That's funny, but like even in a goofy movie like that, there's consequences for committing crimes. Yeah. Like show it. You can be funny about it, but don't gloss over it because in the real world, I don't care if the people the ex-husband and the other one that doesn't like her. I don't care if they say call the police or whatever. The banquet hall is calling the police. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And, and to not even have a funny scene with the police or make it part of the plot to gloss over it is another example of how lazy this writing is. And yeah. that's why it's frustrating because you, you can't suspend disbelief with things like this that no. just don't work like I that. I agree. Yeah. So I did look. It's it's Ben and Kate was the name of that show. Okay. And it's Dakota, 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 Dakota Johnson. Oh, is the, is the sister oh. in that show. Okay. Uh, funny show. If you could find it somewhere, I'm sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they go and now the daughter has decided to have feelings about. Her yeah. Mom's like actions. Now she's mad. Like, like now she's mad like, at it's her. It's arbitrary. And it lasts for one scene. If and that it's like dumb, the mom verbal judos her way out of being in trouble. Yeah, yeah. The daughter should have not accepted her mom from the beginning and she way too easily accepted her mom. Well, I don't mind. I don't think part accepting as much as just like now you've got a problem. Like, so you're mad. You're mad at your mom for having a little bit of a mental break 
breakdown and destroying your dad's wedding. Which she should be. Right. But you're not mad at your dad for cheating right. on your mom? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Like, I totally agree. Like, that doesn't, the motivation of her makes yeah, no sense. Like, it just, it's so all over the place. And then the mom can just be like, oh, well, I'm quitting college. Oh, well, no, don't that's do your, that. That's, that's your dream, and you told me. Okay, first of all, is she on a weekly payment plan for college? <laughs> okay, she gets into college and yeah. pays for it, I would think. Like, they don't usually let you just start college without pay- knowing yeah, they that like you're going to pay for it. Yeah, they like their money up front. It. Yes. So then, all of a sudden, Dan cuts her off, and she can't pay for college? What is that? I've never heard of a loan yeah. system or no. a payment system that it works did. like this. But it's also like, go take out a loan. Yeah. You yeah. can get loans, especially when you only need to cover half a semester. Half a semester, yeah, maybe you're, you're going to walk away. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, right. I like I, you know, I got on my phone. I wrote notes. I'm like, what payment plan is this woman on for college? What other movies have you written notes for, Kevin? What do you mean? I mean, like on this Infinity War. Okay, yeah. Yeah, a whole notebook. <laughs> I know. I just picture Kevin's being like, "I am so angry at this movie. I have to take." Notes. I will tell you what. So. We see a lot of bad movies. We it's do. It's what we do here, and, and usually I can get through them, and I chalk it up to just, you know, it's a bad movie. It was so hard for me to not pull out my phone and just be on it, to not leave the theater. Like, oh, I was I, on my phone. Yeah, like, so, I'm, I'm sitting, in, I turned the dimmer down. I just, had other people with I me. Sat I, just, in the, I sat in the back of the theater. Like yeah. I, said, it went to, I went to the chase. It was in one of the smaller theaters, so, like, they have, like... That's why you missed some plot points, because you're on your phone. Yeah. yeah I wish I could have So, been. like, I, you know, the chase, they have... In the very back of the theater, they don't have full rows. Like, they're little, like, yeah. ha- so they're like, there was one seat. And I was like, done. Yeah. This is where I'm sitting. But, like, this movie, I had to fight watching it. Like, usually I just get through it and I try to pay attention and talk about it, which I obviously did. But I kept finding myself looking over at my phone, checking for notifications. Like, <laughs> I really had a hard time getting through this one. Like, if I weren't talking about it, I would have left very early on. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was. This was getaway. Tim Allen crazy on the outside level bad. Like there are not a lot of movies that I feel that strongly about, regardless of who's in them. And here's okay. So you remember when we saw Arrival, and I said that Cinema Score was waiting outside the theater okay. for us. They were waiting outside of the theater for this one. I've never ran into Cinema Score. S- really? I, same gal. It was the same gal. She's like, "How would you rate the movie?" Oh wow! And I was just like, "I don't think I'm the one you want to ask." And she was like, "No, seriously." What would you rate the movie? They get paid by their... They and I was just collect. like, it really wasn't for me. And she's like, but what, what would you it? rate? I was like, it's an F. Yeah. Uh, maybe a D on oh, yeah. on a curve. Maybe. <laughs> and she was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, but like people... I'm t- But like, so I'm walking out and I can hear people behind me. It's an A. It's a B. And then there's like another gal where I was like, it's a C. I was like, all right. That's because people have a problem confront like... Telling someone that works for the movie, like right. people don't understand cinema score, and it's hard to tell a stranger, unless you're a certain type of person, that this sucks. Like yeah. we do it after screenings all the time. Yeah. But there's a difference when there's someone working for the movie. You want to go, oh, I, I think uh, most people, in order to give a movie an F, they they have to just be outright offended, right? By it. Yeah. And that's why you get movies like Mother, yeah. where people give it Fs. It's so polarizing. You yeah. So. Anyway, so she says, I'm out of money, and they go to the sorority house, and everyone loves her. What she, are we going to do? Has she been honorarily inducted into Yes, this? so yeah. I did enjoy that scene where she get. I don't know why it made me laugh. Maybe it was just Megan McCarthy getting hit made me laugh. Melissa McCarthy, yeah. That, too. Uh, I don't know. It's like her reaction to getting smacked yeah. with that paddle. 
I don't know why. I, I yep. These I are like phantom really pains, hard. but I still feel that they're not phantom or something <laughs> yeah. like that. It's like I think you cracked the bone. Yeah. Like I. <laughs> like the daughter really hit her, and that's when I stood up and cheered. And I, <laughs> yeah. people were looking at me. I sat back down. I'm like, oh. But yeah, she's in, and they decide, okay, we'll have a fundraiser, and we'll, we'll have a giant party, and, and we'll save the it, day. And you know, she'll put on her. Oh no, that's not yet. Keep in mind, we're sixty minutes to suck. We got we well, got one minute. Right. So they throw this party. They lie nobody, to everybody. Nobody's show, showing up. So. Oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. No one's showing up at the party because the Christina Aguilera concert's in town. Right. Right. I, no like, one is at the party so because like, was this, Christina was, Aguilera. Was this movie written by a 60-year-old? Right. Like, it's like that Aguilera. Like, if she comes to town, she plays like a 2,000-seat <laughs> yeah. venue. Like, I get that she's, you got her to do your movie. Well, you as soon as they said that, I'm like, well, she's, I'm like, well, she's, she's in, in the, the movie. movie. Yeah, right. But like, come on. We as people in the like current pop culture it's like, like no it's, it's like, like scene in old school where all of a sudden snoop dogg and shows up yeah. and but yeah. at least i believe that yeah. college kids might want to go see a snoop, snoop dogg, dogg show but the right. entire college row is not, yeah, not going to the christina aguilera <laughs> no concert. yeah I'm sorry. yeah so like, they, if chain smokers is in town <laughs> yeah. now you got some yeah so yeah. they say uh so coma girl jillian jacobs Puts on, she has like three million followers yeah. because she says, she's coma girl. She's coma girl, and she says, "I." She put on there that Christina Aguilera was going to be at the show, or be like, this. So of course she just she's going to no show. Awful idea. Also, yeah. the parents show up again. Who I love the parents. Like I think the guy that plays her dad is amazing. It's Stephen Root. He's great. Stapler Milton yeah. from Office yeah. Space, and uh, the mom was the mom in. Uh, oh, we just saw her in something uh, that was actually pretty funny. I'm going to have to look it up. No, we're not. Uh, so that he shows up with a check. Yeah, like right then and there, it's like we'll just give the guys the money back and take the check. What are you doing? Right, and then here comes uh, Goth Girl, the Silver Rudy. Lang's playbook. She's the mom, and and that. Oh, she's really good. Yeah, that. Uh, Goth Girl, the the roommate shows up. They give the room. The roommate says, "Oh, by the way, my cousin is Christina Aguilera." Yeah, good thing they had that one scene where they opened the window. Cause she's like, "You're gonna get up now," so they had an excuse that Goth Girl would leave the. The dorm. Right. Oh, Remember, yeah. she never right. left the dorm. Yeah. There's one small scene where Melissa McCarthy's like in a good mood now because she's she getting late or whatever. She pulls the bag back and opens yeah, and the she's like, "You're yeah. gonna get up now." Okay, good thing. So she, Christina Aguilera, and she does a song from 2003. Yeah, yeah. like I'm pretty sure "Stronger" is not one of her more recent hits. Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, and then she graduates, and it's all hunky dory. Ah, <sighs> what an awful movie! It was. <laughs> it, it had two. Like I said, three bright spots. And by bright, I mean dim. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, hope, it's, it's, I hope you guys enjoy this movie because it was hard to sit through it. Then it, I, it nobody. Hard. I mean, it's going to get swallowed up. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I hope you enjoyed this review of it oh, because, oh, yeah. I mean, it was hard to sit through this one. This was a, a real struggle, and I'm yeah. not kidding. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I, I, I do think, I think she, she's very funny. She's very talented. I think she's better when she has somebody to play off of. If these movies yeah. would stop making money, then maybe she would go and do some more roles where she has to, you know, work a little bit to be, you know, actually act and yeah. and put on a performance. But as long as these movies keep paying they for need, their Malibu vacation house or whatever, they need to only let her be in movies that Paul Feig directs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I someone, agree. someone like Apatow or Feig that knows comedy. What it all comes down to is the writing. Look yeah. at the writing for those movies and the non-existing writing for this, and that's your answer. Yeah, absolutely. And I just Ben Falcone is zero for three on their little duo of movies as far as quality goes. Yeah, and, totally. Uh, I just wish they would stop. Yeah. Yep. So I guess uh, there, that's it for this one. Let's uh, let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. 
This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett or finding that little men in black mind eraser thing so I never have to think about this movie again. <laughs> you won't. And you can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you want to find the show online, you can do it in a myriad of places such as Twitter uh, at Real Spoilers, our website, RealSpoilers.com, Facebook, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers, or uh, you can chip in at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So that's it for this week. Next week, it's a no-brainer, Deadpool 2. Oh yeah, that's an easy that's an easy choice. We don't need so. to confer. <laughs> no. So uh, I'm still hoping that they replace TJ Miller with Christopher Plummer. I'm just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd have heard about it if, by now. But if any movie yeah. were to do that, can, they really missed an opportunity they with did. the Deadpool humor. That would be it would perfect. totally work. Yeah. So, but uh, anyway, that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, Thornton wins the meet by performing the triple Lindy. Any part you can play, I can play better. No, I can play any part better than you. No, you can. Yes. I I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Most of the songs on this record are ballads, love themes, dysfunctional family stories, and I wanted to sing another song with a woman. So to lighten up the mood, we have the greatest woman comedy star, Melissa McCarthy. This is my friend, Melissa. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.